Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, everybody. I am so glad that you have joined me. My name is Micah Burgess. I am a birth doula in Waco, Texas, and you're listening to Game Day, Birds Not Balls. And you are listening to another episode of my little mini series of Know What a Doula Knows. And I've had a lot of fun with this one. I'm enjoying giving you guys some of my tips um, to help you in your childbirth experience. I want it to be positive. Um, And so today, I'm actually going to be talking about delivery pushing. And this is the promised land, right? This is where every woman wants to end up. She is ready to be done with being pregnant. She is ready to be done with birth for sure. And she's ready to be holding her baby, right? So most women are excited when they hear that they're complete. They're 10 centimeters. Hey, we're going to be pushing. They're excited about that. Okay. Which is great. We, I want you to use that to your advantage. I want you to be glad that you're done laboring and having to just breathe through it and sitting around. Now you actually get to do something with the contractions. You get to be a little bit more proactive. And so what I mean by that is, so in labor, my encouragement to my clients and to you guys is to relax. It's just, just breathe through them. And we've talked about all kinds of ways to do that. If you're just now tuning in to my podcast, go back and listen to some of these other uh, What a Doula Knows uh, episodes so you can get caught up. But on the delivery part, you are going to be pushing. Okay, y'all, this does the baby just doesn't accidentally fly out because you're having a contraction. Now, I've seen some births where I was like, are you even pushing? Like, how is this happening? This baby's flying out. <laughs> I've been a part of some of those births. But don't automatically assume and think that's going to be you, okay? Be prepared mentally to do some work, to do some pushing, okay? Because that's typically how it works, all right? So with these contractions, so everything's going to change, all right? If, especially if you're at a hospital where it's probably been um, quiet, you haven't had a lot of people come in and now maybe your nurse checks on you every once in a while. There's about to be a lot more people, first of all. And that's okay. Everybody's got their job that's in there. All right. But ignore them. You're pushing a baby out and they're all going to be excited with you. That's one of my favorite parts, honestly, uh, about the hospital births when it's pushing. I mean, the OB and the nurses and the the baby nurse and the techs and all, they're just excited and they're they're cheering you on. And if you've um, listened to our live birth when I was mic'd up for a birth. And that's one of my podcast episodes. If you've heard that one, then you can hear the the cheering section in the background. I mean, we're all just elated and so excited for this mom to be having her baby. And so that's actually kind of a fun part to hear all the excitement and encouragement and people behind you, willing you to have this baby. It's awesome. So what changes? The contractions are 
easier, in my opinion, for uh, lots easier, which is great. Okay. The contractions give you that urge to push and the contractions help you push. Don't push unless you're having a contraction and you're just wasting energy. The contraction is actually bringing that baby down as you're pushing. Okay. And so what are we looking for? So you've got to get a really good deep breath. Again, that part's the same, filling your lungs. You've been doing that already. But instead of letting all the air out like that and breathing out, you're actually going to, and this is how I say it, trap that power, close your mouth. Don't let the air out of your mouth. Now, a lot of the um, hospital staff will say, hold your breath. And for some women, that that phrase um it, it, it maybe that's not the best way to put it because they'll hold their breath to a point to where they're focused too high, like their face, their mouth, their chest, they're focused too high and holding their breath and they forget that they're supposed to be pushing. <laughs> Does that make sense? So for me, a better way to say it is trap that power. Okay. When you take that really good deep breath, that is about to all go low all in your bottom, all of that deep breath you just took, you're just transferring it down low into your bottom and you're going to push it out your bottom instead of out of your mouth. Do y'all see that? Does that make sense? So if you get a really good deep breath and you go and you let it all out, now you don't have any power to uh, push that baby down and out of your bottom. Make sense? Okay. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're working on. And so for a lot of women, it does help when they get a good deep breath for someone to count to eight or 10, because it lets them know to hold on to that power and to be pushing for that length of time, because you really need to get some good headway. Cause this baby has got to come down low, get up under and past your pubic bone. And that is probably the hardest part of pushing for sure. And that takes a little bit of time and that definitely takes some effort. And if you're pushing, not, if you're not pushing long enough and it's more like the stop, start, uh, 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 if it's like that, you're not going to get any headway. Baby, you're not pushing long enough to let baby really descend and come past that pubic bone, okay? So the counting helps some moms know how long to be pushing and when to release. And once they count to eight or 10 and nine, 10, then you let it out. And then you're going to get another deep breath. And then you're going to go right back to pushing and then count to 10 again. And typically we do that three times in one contraction. Okay. That's typical. Now here's a part that a lot, a lot, actually I'm going to say most of my mamas forget. So when you get that good deep breath and you're pushing for that 10 seconds and they say 10, it is really, really important to let all of the air out. Okay. So if you got a good deep breath and now they've counted to 10, you got to let it out before you can fill your lungs again. So see if you can do this with me. Can you do this with me? Try to do this with me. Okay, get a really good deep breath. Now, if you don't let it out and now get another deep breath, now get another deep breath. Okay, you didn't, when you don't let the air out, you can't let any more in really. Does that make sense? So you've got to let that air out before you can fill your lungs again. Hold and trap that power and now bear down. Oh, make sense? If you did it with me, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you didn't do it with me, maybe you're not by yourself. 
maybe somebody's listening and you're embarrassed. But try this. Practice this before you actually get to it because you're going to understand what I'm saying. It's harder to explain <laughs> when you're trying to push a baby out, right? That's fair. That It's harder to explain. It's harder to grasp what I'm trying to say. But it is super important. Your pushes will be way more effective if you let that air out, then fill the lungs up, and you go right back where you were. Okay. Another thing to think about when it's time to push, and again, if you've read my book, you've heard me talk about the sweet spot, and you're looking for the sweet spot to push. And I'm going to tell you, we know when a mama has found the sweet spot because all of a sudden that pushing turns into this primal grunt glazed over look and it's just your body takes over. It's crazy. It's super obvious when she found the sweet spot. Bonus, if the labor and delivery nurse or your OB or midwife are actually helping near your perineum, they'll be able to see that you found the sweet spot because you're really making some headway and they can see baby move when you push. Okay. They can tell that you, you found that spot. And so for a lot of women, especially first time moms, it does take several attempts, several tries to find that sweet spot. And oftentimes it's just because baby's not low enough yet. And so they're, they're not pressing on that sweet spot. Sometimes your OB will, or your midwife or your, even your labor delivery nurse, they might actually be stretching your perineum a little bit and they might actually apply a little bit of pressure with their fingers where the sweet spot is. And they might be applying some pressure there so you can feel it a little bit better so that you know where to push. So I'm going to tell you right now, the sweet spot and where to push is basically like pooping. I don't know another way to say it, you guys. It just is. I don't know another way to say it. If you feel like you have to poop, then literally that's what you need to be thinking about. What would I do if I was sitting on the potty right now and I needed to go to the bathroom? What would I be doing? Well, first of all, you'd be relaxing and then you'd be pushing where you felt the pressure. That's what you got to do, where you're feeling the pressure. And most of the time it's in that spot where you would poop. Okay, trust me. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you got to think about. And your pushes will be very, very, very effective. Okay, as that baby's getting lower and lower and lower, you're stretching more and more and you're going to feel lots and lots and lots of pressure, lots of pressure. And your tendency, obviously, is going to be to try to get away from that pressure, right? That's the wrong thing to do. The more pressure you feel, the harder you push. If you keep going back and trying to get away from the pressure or you stop pushing or let up every time you feel more pressure, it's going to take you a long time to get that baby out. Okay. So if you'll go towards the pressure, that's what I tell my clients, that pressure you feel go towards that pressure and you push past the pressure. Like you're pushing all of that pressure, all of that pain, all of that feeling like you got to poop all towards your OB and your midwife. <laughs> like just go as much as you can. All systems go forward, straight ahead. Okay. Can you see it? Do you understand? Does it make sense what I'm saying? And so if it does, then when it comes time 
for delivery and it comes time to push and they're telling you go towards that pressure keep pushing push a little bit harder or don't stop pushing they're telling you you're what you're doing is working keep going don't let up and you will be holding your baby soon keep that in mind this is what you're doing to be holding your baby soon all right, so you're, that baby gets low, low, low. You're going to feel all this stretching. Then you're going to feel all this lots and lots of pressure. And then this is where people start talking about the ring of fire. Not everyone experiences that it that way. Not everybody says it feels like a ring of fire, but a lot of people do. And it is really important that you relax and breathe through that because you probably have to wait for another contraction in order to push past that feeling. And, and it's, it's challenging. It can, it can be challenging, but if you'll go back to what we talked about when you're in labor and trust your breathing, that it's working and just focus on breathing, you'll get through it. You will, because another contraction is coming. That baby will be born. That baby is coming. Okay. And then you're going to be pushing with everything you've got to get that baby to come out. And it is going to take all of your strength and all of your effort, but if you've already had that, that crowning and that ring of fire, then more times than not, it's just one contraction and that baby will be born. Okay. So let that motivate you to be done. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm there. I'm at that ring of fire. I'm at that. Okay. Micah said, go through one contraction and that baby will probably be born. And I mean the head being born. Once you got that head born, pretty much the body just slips out. Unless that baby's got big shoulders or is turned a little funny, then you might have to push shoulders out. And that is equally as hard as pushing a head out. But it's very important that you get super serious, maybe even a little bit mad and get that baby out, get their shoulders out. Okay. And you're going to have lots of cheerleaders and lots of people willing you <laughs> to give it all you have so you can be done. Okay. But most of the time, once that head is born, they're going to have you breathe through it. And then that body just slips right out. And then guess what happens? They put that baby right there on your chest and you get to wrap your arms around that baby and kiss on that baby and talk to that baby. And they can do anything for that baby pretty much unless they've got a suction baby, like a big kind of suction, like baby swallowed a lot of meconium or something like that. Then yes, you want them to do their job and focus on baby. But if baby is fine, then they can wipe baby off. They can do temperature. They can listen to their heart rate. They can do all of that while baby is on you. Okay. They don't have to take that baby from you. Let baby stay with you and focus on that baby because they're still focused on the lower half of your body. Y'all like you still have to birth the placenta. It's probably hurting down there maybe you tore I'm sorry if you did maybe next time I'll talk about some things you can do to maybe not tear I think there's some things you can do to help that I will talk about that next time um but yeah maybe you're gonna have to be stitched up oh no bueno focus on your baby focus on your baby focus on your baby <laughs> because everything else that's going on down there ugh, you already got your prize like it's super hard to yeah, whatever. I know y'all told me to do something, but whatever. And there's afterbirth contractions and blah, 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 blah. So just focus on your baby and allow yourself to be 
proud and excited and thrilled and joyful. Allow yourself to feel those things. And that, honestly, it takes a little time for those things to kick in. Why? Because you just worked your ass off. Oh my gosh, like literally. <laughs> I mean, you just worked to death to get this baby out. And so it's hard to shift gears that quickly and, oh, I'm in La La Land with my newborn and I'm so in love. I mean, the movies make it look like that, but it doesn't always happen like that. Like shell shock. Oh my gosh, you just put a baby on me. Okay, regroup, right? So allow yourself to feel those feelings and to connect with your baby, to connect with your partner if they're there and just enjoy that moment. It's brief of when your baby is first born and that, oh my gosh, I did it. Yes, you guys, you better feel like Superwoman. Heck yeah, you just birthed a baby. And if the people in the room don't tell you, I'm telling you right now, I am so proud of you for all of the work that you just did and you should be proud of yourself I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode I'm excited to continue this series and can't wait for you guys to join me next time Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on WagoDoula.com, WagoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.